Welcome to Friday's Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better morning. We've got two history-making events that we're going to talk about today. The first one is in Hope for Humanity, and the second is in today's Pop Stop. And in nerd news, scientists found out you can grow babies in space. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is Friday, November 10th, 2023. The Core Four. The four headlines you need to know. There's finally a ceasefire in Israel's war with Hamas. Kind of. Now, let me explain. First, I say finally because for weeks, the international community and even some people in Israel have been calling for their prime minister to implement a ceasefire. And there are a few reasons that people wanted to see it. First, they wanted innocent civilians in northern Gaza to be able to flee if they want. There are also humanitarian missions that need to get into the area And lastly, some of the Israelis with family members who were taken hostage by Hamas on October 7th have been calling for a ceasefire with the hope that it would help bring the hostages home. And there are credible reports from major news organizations that claim that in the days following the October 7th attack, Hamas did offer some hostages to Israel in return for a ceasefire. Reportedly, Hamas offered the children, elderly, and sick hostages to Israel But Israel's Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, repeatedly turned down that deal. Now, let's get into what this ceasefire will look like. According to our National Security Director, John Kirby, there will be a four-hour ceasefire each day in Gaza for humanitarian purposes. The time of the ceasefire will change each day, and Israel claims they will give the Palestinians a three-hour notice of what time that ceasefire will begin. Israel's military operation in Palestine has already claimed 10,000 lives, with over 4,000 of those being children. And this most recent military operation was kicked off when Hamas killed just over 1,400 people and captured 250 in their surprise attack on October 7th. Seven Nashville police officers have been placed on administrative leave. The city's mayor ordered an investigation into the department after several pages of a journal belonging to the Covenant School shooter were leaked. Due to an ongoing lawsuit about the shooter's journals, they've been court-ordered to be kept private. But on Monday, conservative political media host Stephen Crowder posted images online of what he said were the shooter's manifesto. A journalist from Crowder's website flew to Nashville after receiving a tip from a source. The source provided images of the journal. The Metropolitan Nashville Police Department is investigating into who released the writings and placed the officers on admin leave to, quote, protect the integrity of the active, progressing investigation, end quote. Let's be honest, you're probably not going to be a rapper. Sorry to burst your bubble. And hopefully you won't get caught up in a RICO case either. But just in case, you might want to pay attention to this update. The judge overseeing the RICO case involving rapper Young Thug and his YSL crew has ruled that lyrics from Young Thug's songs can be used as evidence in court. Now, some states have banned using song lyrics as evidence, and the whole idea is pretty controversial, but prosecutors in the case are arguing that Young Thug's crew, YSL, isn't actually a rap collective, but instead a violent Atlanta-based gang. And now, they can use Young Thug's lyrics in court to prove their case. Young Thug's defense team, meanwhile, says that it's a violation of his First Amendment rights and his freedom of expression. They also added that just because he may sing about certain crimes doesn't mean he actually committed them. And honestly, I don't know how I feel about Young Thug's lyrics being used against him, but it does remind me of that story from last year 
about the woman who wrote the essay, How to Murder Your Husband, and then was found guilty for actually murdering her husband. If you want a calmer shopping experience, go to Walmart. And no, I never thought I'd say those words. But now, between the hours of 8 to 10 a.m., in-store TV walls will be set to a static image. The radio overhead will be turned off and the store lights will be lowered. Honestly, this sounds really nice. Walmart did a pilot test of the calmer shopping experience during back to school shopping and learned it was beneficial for neurodiverse individuals with sensory disabilities, both customers and employees. Beginning today, you can find the calmer shopping hours, 8 to 10 a.m., at Walmart stores across the country. Hope for humanity. Even when the news sucks, there's still hope. What's the first thing you see when you envision a train? There's a good chance that what you're picturing includes a big locomotive in the front of the train with steam or smoke or something like that coming out of the top. Maybe an old cartoon with someone shoveling coal into the engine to get the thing moving. Well, today's hope for humanity can change that image forever. U.S. Steel just launched the first battery-powered train in North America. They're switching two of the train engines on one of their facilities near Pittsburgh from diesel-powered to battery-powered. And that might not seem like a big deal since the trains are really only going to be used on the steel manufacturing site. But switching even one train from diesel to battery power is equivalent to taking about 7,000 cars off the road each year. And U.S. Steel has a long way to go in cleaning up the amount of pollution they create, especially when you consider that they're one of the biggest polluters in the entire state of Pennsylvania. But really, any movement in the right direction can be considered a hope for humanity. And here's a really interesting caveat to this whole battery-powered train story. More than half the money that was used to fund this project came from a lawsuit with Volkswagen. Now, if you remember, the car company paid about $15 billion in fines back in 2017 when they were exposed for installing software in their diesel cars that helped them avoid American emission regulations. So this project used around $4.5 million from that settlement. Think quick. It's Two Second Tunes. I am very, very excited for today's category of songs in Two Second Tunes. Do you remember the Jock Jam CDs? I had the whole, all of them. What you may not know is there were five volumes of Jock Jams. And what we've done today is we cherry picked some of our favorites for Two Second Tunes. And before we play them, we've got to get to know today's contestants. Yes, we have podcast co-host joining us today. We've got Blake from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Good morning, Blake. Hello, hello, hello. And then we have Sal from Garfield, New Jersey. Good morning, Sal. Hello, good morning. And you guys host the Blake and Sal show with Mark. Mark is not here today. And <laughs> it's a sports theme podcast, correct? Yeah, pretty yes. much. That's mostly we talk a lot for wrestling, hockey, entertainment stuff. We, it's all variety. It's and fun. So obviously, Jock Jams makes sense for you guys. Exactly. But you also, yes. congratulations for celebrating 10 years of doing the podcast. So yay to yes. that. Thank you. Um, so this hopefully is ends well for you guys and doesn't end up in yes. the zeros club. Carla Marie. Who is kicking us off? Blake is going to go first. All right, Blake, here is your first Jock Jams <laughs> two-second tune. Did it! Yes! I don't know the artist, but it takes two. It takes two for one point. <laughs> well done, and the artist 
right there. Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. Yeah, I would have. Ah, there it is. Give him a whole <laughs> I would have remembered that. And for the record, that was Jock Jams Volume 1. Oh. For those keeping I, I, score. I had that album. I had that one. <laughs> <laughs> now, we move over to Sal in round one. Let's see if you can get at least one point here. Get yourself out of the Zeros Club. Here is your first two-second tune. Uh-oh. <laughs> something something choo-choo train. <laughs> You're going to be mad at yourself, Sal. You're going to be mad at yourself. I know. I'm going to be mad at myself. I can hear the whole song in my head. Choo-choo train. Okay. Choo-choo train. You want to give us an artist? <laughs> um, Someone I don't remember. Someone you don't remember oh. singing the choo-choo train is good for zero points. We go back over to Blake, who can steal one or two points here. Quad City DJs, come on, ride the train. That is good for one point. (laughs) So it was Quad City DJs. Yeah. And now you could have given us two answers for the the title. Come and Ride It (laughs) would have been the official title. And then in parentheses, you've got The Train. If I took on Choo Choo, I would have gotten it. That's true, actually. (laughs) So the reason I was saying, the reason I was saying, I'm not, you didn't get it. That was the theme for the A-line back in the 2000 Cup run. We're big devil's fans. So Uh, that's why I read that reference. Have you guys wagered anything on today's game? Um, Yeah. I'm actually going to be in Jersey. Okay. So the loser has to buy lunch. Okay. Nice. I love that. Yeah. We haven't seen each other in a while. So that's going to be what we're doing in February. All right. Well, loser lunch is on the line as we enter round two and we stay with Blake. Blake, here is your next two second tune. Oh. <laughs> I know the song too, and I can't think of the name of it. I, I can't. I don't know. Zero points giving Sal an opportunity to steal some points back here. I, I want to say it's the Vanga Boys. Um, Vanga <laughs> Bus, Vanga Boys, Vanga Girls, Vanga something. Now I know it. Now I know it. What is your final <laughs> answer? The Vanga Boys. The Vanga Boys gets you one point. So, oddly enough, you almost gave us the title of the song as well, because the title of the song is We Like to Party, and then in parentheses, it's The Vanga Bus. And now, Sal, we do stay with you. You just stole a point from Blake's part of round two. This is your part of round two. Here is your two-second tune. That is Will Smith getting jiggy with it. Will Smith getting jiggy with it. Two <laughs> points. <laughs> well done. And before we enter round three, which I'm going to tell you guys, this is a hard round. It's the hardest of the three rounds. Carla Marie, what is our score? Sal is up. He has three. And Blake is right behind him with two points. All right. So this is still anyone's game. Blake, we come over to you. You're going to want to score at least one or two points here to to keep yourself in this. Here is your final two-second tune. What? What? I told you it's a hard one. Uh, Okay, now we're playing. Wow. I have the slightest clue what that was. I I would just like to um, explain that they requested Jock Jam. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Well, that's zero points, and it doesn't seem like, Sal, you were very confident with this either. No. um, 
Wow. Oh, I have no idea. That was a deep cut. It is the impossible song by the person I don't know. All right. Well, that gets you zero points. And I will say before I give you guys the answer here, this artist, surprisingly, was on three of the five volumes of Jock Jams. I believe they're the only artist to be on there three times. Two Unlimited is the name of the artist. Tribal Dance. That was volume three, by the way. I'm pretty That's sure these are wild. the only albums they've actually ever been on. Well, funny Jock enough, <laughs> I used to have the Two Unlimited tape okay. back in the day. Maybe not. Big <laughs> two well, you're the guy. You're big, the guy. Big Two Unlimited <laughs> fan over here. Now, everything is still on the line. Sal, yeah. if you score one point here, you wrap it up. The game is over. You beat Blake. Okay? Mm-hmm. However, if you get zero points, Blake has an opportunity to not only tie and push this to the tiebreaker, but he can also still win the game. So everything is on the line, a win, a tie, or a loss. Sal, here is your final two-second tune. Uh I'm singing the whole song. (laughs) What words are you singing? Yeah, let's hear it. Um, Is it... Oh, you you don't want to hear me sing. I'll break your computer. Um, Hey, that's not that bad. The rhythm of the night... (laughs) CNC Music Factory? I don't think that's right. Rhythm of the Night by CNC Music Factory. Incorrect. Which leaves the door open for either a tie or a win from Blake, if you can give us any points here. I believe that's Amber, This Is the Night. Amber, This Is the Night gets you one point. Oh, well, you were so, so close. Oh, my God. It's, Amber. Your night. I deal with Amber. Yeah, it is Amber, but this is your night, not just any old night. This okay. is your night. Oh. We have one clue left, and it is about 15 seconds long. Here's how this is going to work. The second you can identify either the artist or the title of the song, yell out your name. I will stop the song, and if you give us one correct point, you are the champion. Blake, are you ready? Let's do it. Sal, are you ready? I'm ready. Here <sighs> is your final two-second tune in overtime. Blake. Blake, what do you oh, got? Oh, 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 pump up the jam. Pump up the jam. If that is correct, you are today's champion. <laughs> Congratulations! Yes! Yeah. Uh, from, from volume one. Volume one. That is an OG jock jam. I guess all the jock jams yeah, yeah, are yeah. really OG at this point. And I do have to give not only one extra point to Blake for wearing a you look great purple fake, shirt. Fake point. A fake point, of course. But he's also got the you look great Christmas ornaments from this year. I love it. Love to see it. Fake points, but he still won. That means that (laughs) Sal, when Blake comes to Jersey, you're going to be buying him lunch. Thank you guys so much for making time for us. Blake, thank you for joining the podcast again and sharing it. And congratulations to the two of you for 10 years on your podcast. Thank you. Thank you. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerd News. 
because there's a little nerd in all of us. Great news. Yeah. We can procreate in space. Talk about the Mile High Club. Okay. <laughs> Mouse embryos were grown on the International Space Station and they began to develop normally. A group of Japanese scientists and a team from the Japan Aerospace Agency sent frozen mouse embryos on board a rocket to the space station two years ago. The study was just published. That's why we're just learning about it. The researchers said the experiment clearly demonstrated that gravity had no significant effect on the way the embryos developed. They were then analyzed in labs back on Earth where researchers discovered there were no significant changes in the condition of the DNA and genes. Okay. So when all else fails here, we can just go take over space. And if you listened to the Morning Show podcast on Wednesday, you know that we'll at least have roads on the moon. Well, here's the thing. They found out, Carla Marie, right, that they can develop embryos there. Mm -hmm. But the embryos were essentially created on Earth, right? Yeah. So So who's going to be the first person that figures out if you can actually do the baby making in space? It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. This is Pop Stop. You know the feeling. You do something really awesome, but you don't get the recognition that you think you deserve. If you've ever found yourself in that situation, maybe you're in it right now, got some really good news for you. Sometimes you just got to wait a little bit for the proper recognition. And in Tracy Chapman's case, maybe you wait for a really long time, like 35 years. That's what happened this week when Tracy Chapman won the Country Music Academy Award for Fast Car. The award was for Song of the Year, which is given to the person that writes the song. Chapman released Fast Car in 1988, and it was actually a huge success at the time. But then this past April, as you probably know, Luke Combs covered the song and it became an even bigger hit. And with that success, Tracy Chapman became the first black person in country music award history to win song of the year. And for his part, Luke Combs won single of the year for his recording of Fast Car. Taylor Swift has record labels scrambling and it's all due to the success she's had with re-recording her music. According to Forbes, record labels are trying to prevent artists from re-recording their songs for extended periods of time, and in some cases, preventing them from re-recording ever again. Universal Music Group, Sony Music Entertainment, and Warner Music Group have overhauled their contracts for new artists who sign with them. They're now asking artists to wait 10, 15, or even 30 years to re-record their music after leaving their label. To be fair... There has always been some sort of restriction on re-recording, but it was only for a few years. A spotlight has been put on the issue ever since Taylor Swift has had major success re-recording her music. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. I know some people, Anthony, Mm -hmm. think it's a little taboo to talk about holiday things this early, but I don't care. Well, if that holiday is Thanksgiving... That makes sense. It's not. Okay. (laughs) So when you're going to someone's house for the holidays, you never know what to bring if Mm -hmm. they're having a party. There's this kitchenware set at Anthropology. They're all iridescent. They're really pretty. It's not just like you're bringing this tacky salt and pepper shaker to someone's house. Okay. It's nice. It's a cute little snowman. They also have one of those spoon holders and it's a pretty little Christmas tree. And here's the craziest thing about all of it. It's actually affordable because Anthropology, you know. 
Not always the best. A little pricey. Yes. So go to themorningshowpodcast.com to see what I'm talking about. The Morning Show Podcast. Every morning. Every morning. With Carla Marie and Anthony. Look at that. We made it through a whole week of our clocks being adjusted. Barely. Which kind of throws a bunch of things off. If you've got pets, they don't know what's going on with their food anymore. They're yelling at me at the wrong time of day. (laughs) Episode 414 is now coming to a close as we bring this work week to an end. Carla Marie, what is the corresponding area code today? The 414 is Southeast Wisconsin and Milwaukee County. Oh, cool. I feel like there's definitely people that listen to this podcast in that area. I'm sure that, well, yeah, we were on the radio in Milwaukee for a little bit. Not long, but for a little bit, we were there. Hello. Hello, <laughs> Milwaukee. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with us. We'll be back in your ears in two days with The Monday Show. Thanks for listening to The Morning Show Podcast.